Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yerushalmi Shvi, it's daf Mem Zayin, and we are starting right at the top of the Amud, and in the Vilnius Daf, it's on Yud Zayin Amud Aleph, about a third of the way into the Amud, with the words of Yitzchak Bar Nachman. And today's daf is sponsored by Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam Sar, Basar, Yaakov, Meisha, Her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now we pick up today with a question that we had asked yesterday, but didn't get an answer to. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Nachman, Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Nachman tells us, Rabbi Shem Ben Lakish Shal, Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Lakish asked Rabbi Chanina the following: Hakayim Amru Mayav, someone who buys a field in Amru Mayav, Mahu, what's the halacha? Is it considered like Eretz Yisrael? In regards to Shemitah and Maestris, or not. Now, here's the proper gear. So, Amr Abzaira, Abzaira said, Kashisa kum I asked this question to Rabbiyasa, and he responded, Less Amr Mayav de Maisha. Are we not referring to the Amr Mayav of Maisha Rabbeinu? Meaning, Maman of Shach. If this is the original Amr Mayav that's spoken about in regards to Maisha Rabbeinu, well, the Pasuk tells us very clearly, Al Garbam, don't start up with them, don't wage war with them. And it means that this is their land, and it's 100% Chutzla Aret. And if it's referring to the parts of Amr Mayav that were previously conquered by Sichan and Oig, but then Maisha Rabbeinu conquered Sichan and Oig when they started up with the Israel, well, that makes these parts 100% Eretz Yisrael because they were conquered by Maishra Beinu. So, what's the question over here? And our Rav Manu says something similar. Kashisa Kumar Abichagai, I asked this to Rav Chagai as well, and he responded, Less Amunu Maiv de Maisha, as it's not Amunu Maiv and Maisha. And even if you want to say it's not Amunu Maiv and Maisha, well, Less Amunu Maiv de Rablaz Ben Azariah, when we say this is the Amunu Maiv of Rablaz Ben Azariah, meaning even if you want to say that the Amunu Maiv of today is different than in the days of Maishra Beinu, well, we have a mission that brings machlekes between Rabtarf and Rablaz Ben Azariah regarding current day Amunu Maiv, if one takes Maestras from produce on Shemitah, but both of them agree that in general, one is chayv to separate Maestras from there, which means that it's chutzla aretz, and there's just a gzera that we have to take off Maestras. So again, what was Rish Lakish asking? answers, Ksiv, the Pasuk says, Ki ir was the city of Sichon, the king of the Amiri, and then later on the Pasuk says, as we quoted previously, the Maestras Rabbeinu conquered this from Sichon, Melcha, Amiri. And again, parts of this were originally Amun and Mayav. And he took and this is Rish Lakish's question, purified in the hands of Sichon and Oig or not. Meaning, as we said previously, the original Amun and Mayav belongs to those nations and it's 100% Chutz Aretz. But what about these parts of Amun and Mayav that were originally conquered by Sichon and Oig and then the entire Sichon and Oig, including these parts, obviously, were conquered by Maish Rabbeinu? Do we say that those parts of Amun and Mayav that were conquered by Sichon and Oig were purified by them? Meaning, they now are considered annexed to and part of Sichon and Oig and now that Maish Rabbeinu took them over, they're considered like 100% Eretz Yisrael and they're not considered Amun and Mayav anymore? Or no, maybe they revert back to the original din of Amun and Mayav, and they're considered Chutzlar. And that's what Rishlakish's question was. And further speaking this out, in Tamar Tara, Chayaves. If you want to say Sikhar and Oig were Matahar these lands, and they're considered to be part of Sikhar and Oig, and they're not considered Amun and Mayav anymore, so the one who purchases one of these lands that originally used to belong to Amun and Mayav, so they'd be Chayav in Meiser and Shemitah, because it's considered like regular Eretz Yisrael. And in Tamar Shalai Tara, if you want to say Sikhar and Oig did not purify them, so Petura, these lands are Pater, because they're just considered like the original Amun and Mayav, which are Chutzlar. And our Tanchum of Tachuma answers, the Pasuk tells us, Hachel Rosh Lareshes is Artsai, this Hashem telling Meshrabenu, begin to drive him out to take possession of his land. And what does this mean? Osisius Artsai Chulin Lefanecha, I've made his land Chulin in front of you. That's the Lashon of Hachel, it's Chulin, meaning any part of the Sikhar and Aig that you take over Meshrabenu, that's considered to be 100% Eretz Yisrael even the original parts that used to be Amun and Mayav. Now to another city or area, whether it's considered Eretz Yisrael or Chutz Laaretz, so Rav Chuna Bai Mishri Ahen Yablaina, Rav Chuna wanted to mat to this area called Yablaina, meaning he wanted to say it's considered Chutz Laaretz, and also like Bei Ramana, he went to Ramana, Amr Lehi, he told him, Heil Chachasom, here you have a piece of paper to sign, meaning add your signature onto the piece of paper that already has my signature on it, saying that Yablaina is Chutz Laaretz. Rav Mana didn't accept upon himself to sign, and Lamachu the next day, Kam Im Rav Chiyab Armadia, Rav Chiyab Armadia met up with Ramana, and 
he told him, it's good that you didn't sign. Your father, he used to say, Antoninus Yavol Rebbe, train Alfin de Shnin Barisu. Antoninus, who's a Roman emperor, gave this area Yabloina to Rebbe, who's Rebbe Huda Hanasi, for 2,000 years of Arisos, of sharecropping, which means in essence, he gave this land to Rebbe, allowed him to use it forever and ever, but still retained base ownership of it. Lefikach, therefore, Nechal, whatever grows there on Shemitah is allowed to be eaten, and there's no dinner of Sfichin or beer. Avoloi Nevad, Kisurya, but it's not allowed to be worked on Shemitah, just like Surya is not allowed to. However, Patermanamaiser, something grows there is Patermanamaiser, but Benekish Shasad is Gayim, because it's like fields owned by Gayim, because as we said, Antoninus retained ownership of the field and he just allowed Rebbe to use it forever and ever. So it's good that you didn't sign on this document saying that Yabloina is 100% Chutz Laaretz because it's not 100% Chutz Laaretz. And after the Gemara Memzano Abbez on top, we continue to explain the Mishnah, Kol Shechziku V'chulu. And this is going on the statement of the Mishnah that Kol Shechziku Eilim Mitzrayim Migziv V'ad Hanar V'ad Amana. That the Eilim Mitzrayim conquered from Gziv until the Nahar, until Amana. Now what's this referring to? So Rav Huna Amar, Rav Huna says, Kinemas Nisa, this is what the Mishnah is saying, Migziv V'ad Hanar, Migziv V'ad Amana. From Gziv until the river, and that's eastward. And from Gziv until Amana, and that's towards the west. And it doesn't mean from Gziv until the River and then from the river beyond that all the way to Lamana. And then we're continuing to have a Brisa. Anything that slopes down from the mountains of Amana and inward, Eretz Yisrael, that's Eretz Yisrael. And this is in the northwestern part of Eretz Yisrael by the coast. And Mitura Amana Velchutz. However, anything that's from Tura Amana sloping outwards, meaning even more northward, Chutzlarets, that's considered Chutzlarets. And what about Hanisim Shebayam, the islands that are in the Mediterranean Sea? Are they considered to be part of Eretz Yisrael territorial water? Or no? Then the answer is as follows: Adrayah's son, you view them like this: Kielu chot matuach matur amana ad nachem etzrayim, as if there's a string going from tur amana all the way to nachem etzrayim, which means all the way from the northwesternmost part of Eretz Yisrael to the southwesternmost part of Eretz Yisrael, and this goes over the sea because the western border of Eretz Yisrael is not straight; it actually cuts inwards. So this line is going over a very significant portion of water. Mechot v'lefnim Eretz Yisrael, anything from the string and inwards towards the land that's considered Eretz Yisrael, and mechot v'lechot. Anything from the string and outwards, that's Chutz Laaretz. However, now we have a different opinion. Review Dom Review this says, Kolshu Kenegad Eretz Yisrael, Hariu Kenegad Yisrael. Anything which is corresponding to Eretz Yisrael, that's Eretz Yisrael. Meaning you take the entire western border of Eretz Yisrael and you just go straight into the ocean and keep on going all the way until the Atlantic Ocean. Shemar the Pasuk says, Ugvul Yam, in the western border, Oyelachem Ayam Agadol, that shall be the great sea, Ugvul, and the border. And because of this repetition of the word and border, we see from here the western border of Eretz Yisrael goes all the way into the sea and just keeps on going. Going. Now, Shabbat's Dadir Mehen, what about those that are on the side, meaning how far north and south do the territorial waters of Eretz Yisrael go according to this? So we say, according to Yehuda, you view it as if there's a string going from Kaplaria, which is the northernmost part of Eretz Yisrael, all the way to the Atlantic Ocean, and so Michot Velefnim Eretz Yisrael, from that Chot and inwards, meaning southward, everything there is Eretz Yisrael, and Michot Velechot, Chot Laaretz, anything from that string, and outwards, meaning northward, that's Chot Laaretz. Now, once we mention these two Ramana, the Gemara says, Amrav Yistabar Shunem, Lechshe Giu Hagalia, Saturi Amana, once the exiles reach Turi Amana, Hainasidus Lemar Shira, they're going to say Shira, they're going to sing songs, Matam, what's the source for this? So the Pasuk in Shira Shirim says, Tashuri Miresh Amana, sing from the top of Amana. We're going to stop you for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new halacha. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.